What a day. What a day. What a day. What a lovely day. <laughs> what a day to be Drusilla. What a day to be Drusilla in part two <laughs> of What's My Line, episode 10. How happy are you? How oh. happy are you that this is what's happening in the world? It's just like a great, <laughs> a great second parter to this episode yes. and I've waited all week to watch just like you would mm-hmm. so it's been very exciting although I think my partner Andrew has been more excited <laughs> every day he's like I can't wait till we watch that episode and I was like oh yeah <laughs> there's just so many things that happen it, it's a lot of information there's so many things that are going to happen now I know it's amazing. It's amazing. They pack it all in. I know, I know. They really do. Mm-hmm. This is like Christmas Day. Yeah. Like, this is the best day. I, it's super plot driven and yeah. like, <laughs> not every episode is. So it's a, it's a I treat. I know it is plot driven and yet there's like so much about relationships, mm. new romances budding all around us. Yes. You know, new slayer, new friendship. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay, Marmar, let's start from the beginning. Okay. What's the sitch? Well, we left on our, like, cliffhanger last week, which was Kendra saying, I am the vampire slayer. <laughs> so it was a great cliffhanger, really good. I had no idea. So it starts right there where we left off with Kendra and Buffy, and Buffy's like, what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, and... Kendra's just so confident. She's like, yeah, I'm the Slayer. I'm the best. Uh, And Buffy's like, but I'm the Slayer. So very confusing. Yes, because Kendra thinks Buffy's a vampire at this point. Yes. Uh, And Buffy's like, stop going all wiggy. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, wig? Wig. What's wiggy? (laughs) Uh, And I just wrote that Kendra is so hot. She's so beautiful. Yeah. And meanwhile, like, there's a bunch of cliffhangers that are sort of have to be resolved. Um, the next one is Angel in the in the locker kind of thing or whatever the fuck. Yet another cage. Why is there all these cages? I think, I think in Sunnydale you have a storage cage instead of a storage closet. In your business. You have a storage cage so that you can see through the cage. Well, Angel's acting his little heart out. He's like, I'm going to die. He does a lot of, like, <sighs> Uh, breathing. Yeah. He's this whole episode, he's like, uh, he's like, a damsel the whole time. Yes, he's just helpless. People are dragging him around, torturing him, burning mm-hmm. him. Yeah, it's amazing. So he's like minutes from being dusted by the sun, and yeah. Willie, the creepy ass bartender, comes in to save him, like, drags him out, drops him down a sewer. Spike. Give him to Spike. Yeah, gives him to Spike. Um, because. Well, we didn't know until this point that he needs Spike needs Angel to complete yeah. the thing. So Angel just getting beat around, but that was great. We solved that cliffhanger. Angel is is captured, and mm-hmm. he's not going to die at this second. Mm-hmm. And then Buffy and Kendra are with Giles, like being like, "What's going on?" And uh, you find out her watcher guy is named 
Sam Zabuto. Zabuto. Yeah. yeah. Who Giles knows. Giles knows all the watchers. I don't really, I'm like, what? Is he a watcher? But he's just not, he's just waiting. Like, I don't know. There was some like um, Slayer lore that was revealed in this episode. Yep. Well, I'll just talk about it now because it comes up later. But Kendra later talks about how like her family gave her up so she could do this thing. But Buffy only died like five months ago or something. So I don't really understand. Do you awaken or do you always know your Slayer? Like, it's confusing. It's different. It's a cultural difference. Mm, Okay. I think it's confusing. Mm. I think it's intentionally like that. Yeah. But well, it sounds yeah. like where Kendra comes from, you can you can be you can be aware that you're that you are a slayer, mm. but without any powers. So the powers get transferred to you when the other slayer dies. That is my understanding. Cool. But Buffy didn't know. She just sort of like we don't really know her origin story. Actually, I mean, if we ever watch the movie, maybe I will. <laughs> I mean, I think it's saying something about. The access to agency and empowerment in the culture that you're in. Mm. Kendra comes from a place where women can be powerful mm-hmm. and where women sacrifice what normally they do, things like family and um, going to school. It, it sounds like she lives almost as though she's a part of a, like a religious order or something. It's very like cleric monk thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like just different culturally, whereas Mm -hmm. in America, I think what they're kind of saying is we don't, we could know about slayers. We could help these chosen women fight evil. Instead, we don't. We're Mm -hmm. going to ignore it. We, it's a culture where there's so much power taken away from women. It has to be hidden. It has to be hidden. Yeah. Very interesting. So that's my interpretation. I have the whole season in my pockets at all times. So, <laughs> so, so I have maybe more to pull on. Definitely. And I and I remember being confused at this point. I remember it making total sense mm-hmm. that there should be another one because Buffy died. Yes. But learning that Kendra has been training and behaving like a slayer since she was a kid was also confusing to me. Yeah. But I I knew they wouldn't just put that in totally randomly. But it is interesting. It's different than how Buffy became a Slayer. Yeah, which her family or her mom doesn't know. Where is Joyce? Um, by the way, <laughs> MIA. MIA Joyce. She's still at the art convention. Oh wait, that's what they said last episode, right? Yeah, she's at an art conference. Yeah. Okay. And this is basically the same day. It is the same day because when we get to some assembly required. Clothing, it, there's not too much to talk about. In this yeah, so it's all the same. And then I just wrote, "I love Giles." <laughs> what did you write it about? Um, well, I don't know. He's just he's just like bumbling around. He's like a flabbergasted. Yes, like, just flummoxed. Flummoxed. <laughs> and then I wrote, "Angel nip slip." <laughs> oh yeah, we have to get that shirt open asap. Oh yeah. So this is actually when Willie is like throwing him in the sewer. Yeah. His nipples just out for his whole. I think it's his whole set of nips. Of, so like at first, so he's got his shirt closed. I tracked it. Um, at, <laughs> upstairs, and then Willie drags him, throws him in the sewer. He's just got like one button done. 
nip slip, and then eventually Spike drags him, and he's he's oh. open chested by the time he's dragged thank to god drusilla's thank lair thank god yes. he's open chested uh, it's excellent i can't handle it i can't handle him when he's fully clothed i mean <laughs> well luckily this up he is fully shirtless for he's in much damsel mode totally he needs to show me his man Physique. cleavage yeah yes love it what body is worth saving show me the body <laughs> show me the body yeah. And so the other cliffhanger that we're waiting for in this episode to kind of resolve is Cordelia and Xander. Yes. Um, <laughs> she's talking to the bug man. She says, do you have anything in Raisin? Raisin, <laughs> Raisin is such a 90s color. It's so funny. Maybe we'll talk about more about it later, but it's just it such is her color, a though. funny color. Yeah. It's so – no one would ever call something raisin now. It's just no. really funny. I still call things plum. Plum. Berry. Berry. Yeah. yeah, which she does ask for next. A berry, yeah, family. The bug man, like, uh, bursts into bugs, and it's terrifying. It's so scary. Can you imagine being cast – as this character, like you just have to like, <laughs> just like smile me. creepily, and maybe you have a millipede maggot oh. on your shoulder every now and again. Yeah, gross. must be comfortable with bugs. <laughs> that was in the casting call. Yeah, yeah. creepy bug man. So that's like an amazing reveal. They're screaming. They're running away. They they run down the stairs, tape up the the crack in the door because this bug man can. Disintegrate and go into cracks and stuff like that and then reappear. So it's pretty cool. Uh, Pretty cool demon. He's a demon. He's a demon. He's a buggy demon. Yeah. And Drusilla is now has Angel in her lair. They've got a lovely shot through the like um, the lace. Yes. Like bed. uh, Yeah. Like the four poster bed. She's like. Living on, yeah, it's like covered in laces, and yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, and Spike calls her my black goddess. I know, it's so great, <laughs> it's so beautiful. And she's got like bruises, she really looks like a like a drug addict, like a heroin addict. Totally, like, she's so pale, and yes, she's like needs her fix. Like, she's too, it's she's so thin yes. and gaunt. Oh, her chin is pointed. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's she's unwell. Yeah, she does not look good, but she kind of does look beautiful. Well, yes. But they make her like very unwell. Yeah. Uh and <laughs> I wrote make Angel watch. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I'm they're sure like, that's what making they, out and yeah. like eh, watch us. <laughs> I'm sure in the other version of this that's for adults. Yes. Um or just available on the internet. <laughs> That's what happens. Yes. It's amazing. They're like having this thing and Angel's just there tied up and shirtless. And, and then I'm pretty sure when Drusilla asks Spike if she can have him, I think mm. that's the insinuation again. Totally. I like I a hundred percent I mean, it's interesting this show does this sometimes where it like these things are they're almost explicit. Like yeah. And for you and I, older watchers, you know, I was like, oh, she's asking if she can, like, fuck him before they kill him. this ritual and yeah. kill him. 
And it's like amazing. Spike's like, okay, it's sure, my sweet, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've been a very bad daddy. <laughs> And then slaps him. Daddy Angel. We have spoken a lot about daddies on so the show. let's talk about this a little bit. Mm. So Darla, yes. who, R.I.P. Darla, R.I. Dust, Dar- Darla, dusted in season one, mm-hmm. sired Angel. Yep. Angel sired Drusilla. We don't know where Spike falls in this family or if he falls in this family. We Do we? D- it didn't. Angel sire him too? I thought that was said at the end or some point at the beginning of this season. Because, no? Well, he says, you were my sire, man. Uh, You were my, like, you were, you were my god. So he does call him that. uh But, so, yes. 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 But also, I, the mystery is still. There's more familial complicated yeah. connections because we don't know how Spike and Drusilla got together totally. or like whatever. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, you're right. Spike does say in school hard. Yes. Uh, you were my son. Like when they're, when Angel's playing bad and mm-hmm. Spike is like you're letting right. him believe that he's tricking him. Yeah. He treats him kind of brotherly. Yeah. And then Xander later is like, what's a sire? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I remember that. Yeah, Because I was like, I don't know what his sire is. So they do say that, and also we we just haven't got any details about how that could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we have many more details about um, Drusilla's uh, creation. Yeah. um, Which is fucked up. Yeah, it's totally fucked up. Um, And and Kendra does, like, when they're talking about Angel earlier, because she, like, Kendra's like, I'm confused. Like, I saw you kissing a vampire. That's why I thought you were a vampire. And they're like, oh, Angel's a good vampire. And Kendra's like, what? An- Angelus? Like, Angelus, he is yeah. he's a bad vampire. I've read about him. He's evil. Very bad daddy. Very bad daddy. <laughs> I know. He kind of deserves all this sex torture that is happening to him, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Like, he he does. Like, especially, He killed her entire family. Yeah, when she's, like, torturing him later and talking about all the things. Yeah. Like, he, he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then they're like, um, the gang's going to school. Um, Kendra has sort of met the whole gang and is like, what is friend? (laughs) 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 Which is really funny. I'm like, Kendra. (laughs) She's just lived a solitary life. I know. Like, God, you are socially. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but she's met the gang and is understands they know what the deal is now. And mm-hmm. so then they go to school and she's like, you go to school? I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she impresses Giles with, like, all of her studies. Yeah. She's actually studied the handbook and read these fucking books that Giles loves. He's so into it. He's so happy. She goes to Slayer School, not to public school. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Buffy's like... Jealous. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, why didn't I get the book? And Charles is like, well, you fucking wouldn't read it. Like, you don't do any of that. Like, Name a book. Name you one book. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy just has no interest in that. She no. has no interest in school. She's not a booky girl. Nope. She likes punching people in the face. Yeah. 
which Kendra makes her feel really good at the end of the episode about how she's, how Buffy's gone about being a slayer Mm -hmm. when she says, I learned that from being you. Like, a slayer is who you are. I learned that from you. Yeah. So there's like a, I don't know, recognition that you don't have to be a particular way to be a slayer. Yeah. Which I think Buffy really hears at the end. The slayers are, it's in them. The magic is in them. They don't have to study to be, to be that. I mean, I'm sure it helps. <laughs> I will agree with Giles. <laughs> and then Kendra makes a sick burn and is like, I bet you're a cheerleader. <laughs> I know, and Giles is like, uh, that's a really funny story, actually. And Buffy just gives him, like, these evil eyes. And he's like, later. Never mind. I'll Let's go. it later. Great reference to witch. witch. Yes. <laughs> Way back The Inferno in cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah. So very good, like, callback. But this is when Buffy is talking to Willow and is like, maybe I'll just let Kendra be the slayer and I can live a normal life. Yeah. I'll just go to Disneyland. Yeah. Um, There's an opportunity. Yeah. She spies. It's in like, this news. And and because she's feeling kind of inadequate and jealous, she's like, well, she's better than me. Yeah. Like, she knows these books and her and Giles are laughing together about stupid nerd stuff. Like, maybe she's just better than me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sad. But also, legit, like, Buffy has expressed so many times about wanting to be normal and wanting to go to career day and just yeah. be normal. Yep. But she's like, here, I'm getting what I want, and it feels weird. Yeah. But also, maybe I do want it. Just entertain the notion yeah. for a little bit. Okay, and then we're back with, like, Bug Man mm-hmm. and Xander and Cordelia, mm-hmm. and they're, like, <laughs> doing the big fight. They're screaming at each other, which they've done a bunch of times this season, and I have remarked in the past, <laughs> I want it, it's on the record, that they've been doing this Benedict Beatrice thing where they're, like, fighting and fighting and fighting. And I, <laughs> they were fighting and fighting and fighting, and then they just start making out. It's amazing. And we all scream. <laughs> I can't believe that I'm stuck spending what will probably be my last few moments on Earth here with you. I hope these are my last moments. Three more seconds with you, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna What? Coward. Moron. I hate you! I hate you! We so need to get out of here. Uh-huh. And then they're completely stunned. Yes. Because they're like, oh my god, what have we done? And also Bugman is still... A thing. A thing. And they ignore it. Yeah. For a time. They're like, no! Just gotta go. <laughs> and I guess maybe we're meant to believe that this might be the only time. Mm. I'd never believed that for a second. Ah, uh, no. They've got great chemistry. Totally. Especially a little fighty chemistry. <sighs> yes. It's excellent. And they work together all the time. And they, they've really dropped it in. Yeah. Like, And it, it hasn't been like... Obvious. No. Like, it was shocking, but I did feel like... The chemistry. I even remarked before we started this episode on this DVD screen, there's a picture of Xander and Cordelia, like, together. The goddamn disc. And I was like, I wonder why that's 
that's the thing. Why are they together? And Andrew and I were like, no, you were like, I don't know. I, it's, it's so weird. I feel like sometimes I go into like this paternal mode and I'm like, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm like, oh, Marley. Oh, yeah. You. <laughs> It's one one role I I play that this podcast has sort of given me that I'm like I don't know if I like this, <laughs> but I take my roles very seriously. But it is it's I can't tell you, and you have to tell me I'm great when I predict what's going to happen. <laughs> You're great. You did it. You're great. I did it. You were right. You noticed in Halloween and episodes even before Halloween that they that. Cordelia's noticing his biceps. Oh, yes. That Cordelia's noticing this person and starts to recognize that this person is of the man mm-hmm. kind, and Cordelia likes the man kind. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you were noticing that that chemistry that started to build. But, like you said, it was slow, but sh- slowly but surely. Yeah. It was so, it's so satisfying. It's very satisfying. And this is like a common trope, like people you, you're like fight with or she's like you're such a loser like you know me thinks they do protest too Too much much. and they've kind of met their match yes like they're both they're both witty and clever and like insulting each other and like it's yeah it's excellent and they have a similar sense of humor if you will like xander's sense of humor isn't without being you know pokey and judgy and um playful in the same way that Cordelia is, he's often less mean, but there's times when he's not. Oh, he can be mean or just, like, rude. Yeah. So they, there's this compatibility that you can kind of sense. No, it's really, it's it's excellent. Yeah. And they manage to run away. Yeah. How do they run away? They well, just they, run? They're like, he's gone. They open the door. Oh, but Bug Guy is on the ceiling. Oh, yeah, and drops on Drops down on Cordelia, which means we have to <laughs> spray Cordelia with this hose, which is great because we're getting, like, this hot girl wet, which I, know, I love. It's really funny. And then she's like, okay, enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you la- screamed with laughter and glee when you saw her license plate, Queen C. Queen C. Tear out the block. Yeah, yes. So good. Yes, you did. Now, back to school. Back to career fair. Back to career fair. Buffy and Willow are there. And then and – then, they see Oz. Yes. Buffy's like, that guy's looking at you. Willow's like, him? He's just my nerd friend. Like, He's just giving me computer eyes. <laughs> and she's like, I don't think so. I don't think so. Bye. And he comes over. And this is weird. Um, He's got brown hair. And Willow's like, you've got brown hair. And he's like, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, la, la. Like, so weird. So, like, I don't know what that is about. Because he's something. had because he's had other color hair so far. In he's the show. had like quite orange hair, yeah. like very you know classic Seth Green ginger hair. Yeah, but this is like quite dark. He's dyed his hair, and yeah, and his um, facial hair is gone. Mm-hmm. He had. I'm just thinking of when he's introduced. He's got classic Seth Green bright orange hair. Yep. He's got like a little goatee thing. Yep. like a little soul patch, whatever. And now he's clean shaven, and he's got darker hair. So. No, it's just interesting. I don't know what that's about. He is changing his looks. Sure. Why not? Not his clothes, though. Let's talk about them. <laughs> uh, and he just has, like, a little, like, flirty flirt with Willow. It's so cute. It's so great. I can't wait to see them, like, get together. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's going to happen. It's starting. It's starting. 
Uh, and then Bubby is, I was like, what is she doing? And she's like at the police booth because um, she's going to be a cop. <laughs> or she's playing that she's going to be a cop. And then the cop just takes the gun out and starts shooting everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gun violence in America. Totally in school. In school. This cop has like nine guns on her. Yeah. At this point in season two, Columbine has not yet happened in mm. America. It felt less poignant to me watching it because I watched it before Columbine. And then I watch it now and it's it's changed. Yeah. The gun violence has changed. And you'll see the show putting guns away forever at, at a point. Interesting. But also I can see why they use them in this show because it's how humans would try and kill Buffy. Totally. And and I love that they're not a huge factor. Like the show would be impossible if it was a show about guns. Yeah. Like it just wouldn't work. They don't you they don't come up very often. Yeah. We had Darla who loved who to had a gun. Who had her guns yeah. and, and shot her guns. Which was very funny. Yeah. Um and we have this lady who's shot her guns. Yeah. So it's not overused, like I believed it. Yeah. Um, but interesting how the Popo is an assassin, hey? Very interesting. I yeah. was like, yeah, keep cops out of schools. <laughs> Absolutely. And also maybe, like, this is a big reason why Buffy doesn't interact with the police. Yeah, because they suck. They suck. Although, is this woman an assassin and a police officer, or is she just dressed like a police officer? Oh, good question. My instinct is that she was a cop. Uh, and she happens to be an assassin mm-hmm. of the Taraka because cops would make great assassins, wouldn't they? Yes, absolutely. So she grabs the cowboy, I call him, because he was dressed as a cowboy at the world culture dance, that little guy. Jonathan. <laughs> you don't know his name, name yet, but Jonathan. No, Jonathan, whatever his name is, it's actually kind of rare that smaller background characters have at this point, been repeated. Totally. Um, we get a lot of characters that go to the school that have one episode and then they disappear. Yeah. So it's nice to have, like, it's. it would be nice to have background characters that were, like, just went to the school and that, like, were around, you know? Yep. Um, and maybe aren't, don't have, like, a major, major role or something. Totally. Mm-hmm. That's beginning. Yes. So I can tell they're going to bring this this kid back a few times and, you know, just there to be a little victim. I know. <laughs> I love Jonathan. Uh, and so then the cop is, like, shooting and Buffy beats beats her up. And, and then the cop shoots Oz, like, in the fucking arm. arm. <laughs> wow. I know. He's very casual about it. He's like, I'm fine. The show has no blood. I was like, you would not be fine. <laughs> just a graze. Just a graze. But, yeah, Oz is being pretty chill. But pretty you'll chill. learn that. Oz is pretty chill. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sensing that. So they get rid of her. They all, the gang all meets up in the library to, like, figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. They learn about Xander and Cordelia's, like, bug man. He's the other assassin. Totally. And Buffy goes, you and bug people, Xander, what's up with that? Another throwback to, uh, what's it called? Teacher's Pet. Teacher's Pet with the praying Mrs. mantis. Mrs. French, yeah. Mrs. French. Hot Mrs. French. Oh, so hot. Who seduced Xander. Uh, very funny. This bug man isn't quite as hot. No. Uh, not a seductress. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and so and they all are you know they all meet Kendra they're all figuring out like what's going on here and I do think they figure out that um they're trying to uh resurrect Drusilla I guess yep. get give her back to health but that they need the person who sired him yeah so that's where they find out yes yes well Buffy's known mm-hmm. because Angel told her oh yeah but. Okay. Buffy hasn't told everyone else mm-hmm. because that was one in, you know, that was like, that's their personal life. And now if you can say that, if you sure. can say Angel, who Angel murdered is a personal, personal. thing. Oh, but so everyone else doesn't know this. No. Oh, interesting. And now Buffy has been forced to reveal this dirty laundry of angels. But they don't know that he like tortured her and stuff. No. She just says he's Sired her. Yes. Okay. But they don't know the gory details. No. You know, after last episode with Giles, or like the before What's My Line, everyone should just air their dirty laundry. Giles has it. Angel has it. They all have it. Well, maybe not these children. They haven't I know, had a life. But we're dealing with like trauma. It's yes. like not, it's easier said than done. True, true, true. It's become, it's revealing itself layer by layer. Yeah. This is when we kind of go back to Drusilla in the dungeon, and she is torturing Angel with holy water. Yeah. And I wrote, she is doing some dumb shit to Angel. Yes. Like, she's tied him up. He's, like, naked. She's pouring. She might as well be dripping hot candle wax on him. It's holy water, but it's burning him. Yes. They've tied him to the end of the bed so that Mm. he's on the floor, not on the bed. Yes. But the suggestion... Is so amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> so she's being like very dummy. And then I don't know, I, I was trying to like li- really listen to what she was saying, but it was so nonsensical yeah. and bizarre about like lemons and my family and ripped all their throats out and we used to eat this cake. And, yeah. you know, she's kind of just like in her little like crazy world. And then he, I think she says, then you ate cake. Uh, but it's poetry. Yes. So, so, yes, you you are un, left uncertain about what it is she's communicating. Yeah, she's sort of just saying this, like, little, yeah, um, yeah, like a little poem. You're not quite sure. It's not spelling everything out for you, but it's, like, her trauma brain, like. But because we know that. Angel has told Buffy that he killed her whole family, and mm-hmm. then on the day of her going to a nunnery, he killed her. Uh, you, we, we can fill in the blanks. Yes. Back to Crime Club. They're trying to research churches in Sunnydale. There's 43. And then this is where Buffy and Kendra have their little little chat. Yeah. They're having a little Slayer chat where yeah. they're trying to understand each other. Yeah. Your life is very different than mine. You mean the part where I occasionally have one? Yeah, I guess it is. The things you do and have, I was taught distract from my calling. Friends, school, even family. Even family? My parents, they sent me to my watch when I was very young. How young? I don't remember them, actually. I've seen pictures, but uh, that's how seriously the calling is taken by my people. My mother and father gave me to my watcher because they believed that they were doing the right thing for me and for the world. Please, I don't feel sorry for myself. Why should you? 
Emotions are weakness, Buffy. You shouldn't entertain them. Kendra, my emotions give me power. They're total assets. Maybe. For you. But I prefer to keep an even mind. Hmm. Guess that explains it. Explains what? Oh, well, when we were fighting, uh, you're amazing. Your technique, it's flawless. It's better than mine. I know. Still, I would have kicked your butt in the end. And you know why? No imagination. Really? You think so? Oh, I know so. You're good, but power alone isn't enough. A good fighter needs to know how to improvise, to go with the flow. Uh, seriously, don't get me wrong. You really do have potential. Potential? I could wipe the floor with you right now. That would be anger you're feeling. What? You feel it, right? How the anger gives you fire? Slayer needs that. Kendra has just saved Buffy's life mm-hmm. from Gun Girl. Oh, yes. And she showed up. She showed up and kicked the bejesus out of her. Yes. And saved her. Uh, which Buffy recognizes and thanks her for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then they're like having Slayer time alone in Giles' office preparing their weapons. <laughs> sort of. You know, I watched what Buffy was doing and I was like, what are you doing? She sharpens a knife and then she whittles the steak. But like the knife sharpening, I was like, that's not how you sharpen a knife. I don't think we'll ever see Buffy do that again. I know. She was just like, <laughs> like smashing them against each other. Oh, it was very funny. Yeah. Uh, SMG, SMG <laughs> was just told, like, just do it. Just do it. She's like, okay. Okay. I've never done this before. <laughs> and then I have Drusilla Angel spike fight. Oh, yeah. This is, so we're kind of flashing back and forth all mm-hmm. over the place. But, like, Spike gets jealous because Angel Angel's like, yeah, I can tell she's not satisfied mm-hmm. with you. Like, mm-hmm. ah, it's so overt. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. Like, it's so overtly sexual. They're they're not even being metaphorical. Like, it, they're just saying it. So it's really interesting that they can do get away with this. Yes. <laughs> it's a sexy show. Oh, yeah. And, like, Spike is so hot. He's so hot. <laughs> the three of them oh, are so, so hot. hot. Yes. This was when I was – this is, like, when I was introduced to, like, the idea of, of a, a like, a threesome. Yes. I was like, what huh? is going What's on? What's happening? Are they all gonna? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so being a vampire wouldn't be so bad. Not so bad <laughs> if you get to bone Angel and Spike yeah. and Drusilla. Drusilla. They all hot. Yeah, and cuckoo. <laughs> uh, but um, Spike, this gets his like anger, and usually Spike's kind of like calm and cool, kind of quippy dude. Yeah. And he's very chill, but this kind of make riles him up. He doesn't like the idea that someone else knows Drusilla better than him, or like that she would like someone else yes. more than him or yes. something. He's certainly being threatened. Yes. Um, and he's like, ah, you almost got me. Yeah. Uh, uh, you want me to kill you, but I'm not uh, going to kill you. I won't do it yet, because we have business to attend to. Uh and then they get Willie. This is also a funny character that was in last episode and this episode. And then he does escape at the end of this episode. So, like, <laughs> certainly might be back, this weird bartender creep. Yeah. Um, who is a human? I think so. Because 
Spike threatens to, like, bite him. Yeah. So he is a weird, weird human. Yep. Well deduced. Yes. There there we go. My deduction. <laughs> uh, they get Willie to lead, or Buffy gets Willie to lead her to the assassins. Yeah. Um, and then she's surrounded. He's like, I did what you wanted. Bye. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and the church ritual starts, um, very, like, Catholic-y, like, with the, the incense on the, on the chain, like, in the thing. I don't know what that's called, but that's what you do in, like, Catholic ceremonies, right? You swing this incense. Yep. You know Um, many padre, you know many madre. Yes. And so Spike is starting, like, the ritual, and they're... They're, like, up on, and Drusilla and Angel are, like, up on this stake, basically. Yeah. Um, like, like a witch's yes. stake. And, and he's shirtless. She's in her new outfit. We'll talk about it. Uh, her ritual outfit. <laughs> and he has to, like, stab them through hand. the hand. Mm-hmm. Very Christ, very stigmata, or, like, on the cross. One hundy pee-pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they stab with a cross through the hands together, I The believe. knife comes out of the cross. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. And their hands are, like, stabbed together. Yeah. Um, and they have to be that way for a while for her to get her power back. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. like, transferring their angel's mm-hmm. energy, life force, into Drusilla. Yeah. Just like the first time it happened when she was made. Totally. And, like, to get the full effect, he would have to die. Yes. Because this is what they've said this whole episode. Like, he, he's going to die to yeah. to. She her. has to drink a full pitcher of angel lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be at, at full, full capacity. capacity. Yeah. Um. So, Buffy's there. Spike's mad. He's like, ah, Willie, you fuck. Like, why'd you bring her here, you piece of shit? Uh, and then, and then the gang kind of all shows up to, like, help and save the day. And Kendra does, like, an amazing, like, backhand spring. Like, pew, pew! Uh, I love watching her fight. It's great. She's wonderful. Oh, she's amazing. Like, and her outfit is just so amazing. Uh, and this is when Willie, I saw him escape. Uh, he's about to be chomped by Spike, but he, and then he just scuttles out. So, we'll see him again, Mm -hmm. is what Mm -hmm. I predict. Um, so then there's this amazing fight in the church um, where Buffy and Kendra are, like, really fighting together for the first time. They're like, okay, switch. Like, and they they switch back and yes! forth. And it's so cool. And Buffy's facing Spike and beating the shit out of him. Yes. And throws him into a wall. Like, yes. it's really good. Um, but she's empowered because she sees Angel. She's like, I have to say my boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> Nobody messes with my boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so it's so great. And then Giles and the gang are also, like, dealing with, like, the other assassins and stuff. Yeah. Like, together. The muscle. Mm-hmm. We see Willow wrestling with a, I think it's Xander or Giles holding holding a vampire and being like, hold him still so they can stake. I think it must be Giles. Yeah. Because I think Xander's outside with Cordelia dealing with bug guy. Bug man. With yeah. The, Weird glue. Glue. What a... They're so switchy. (laughs) (laughs) This is their whole little arc is the bug man, and then they pour the glue, and the bugs get stuck in the glue, and they stop They need closure with bug guy. Yeah, they did it. They did it. (laughs) And Giles kills one with the crossbow. Yeah. But yeah, the rest is... uh, And Kendra really takes out uh, gun girl, police badass 
assassin woman Mm -hmm. and uses her anger and kicks her through a wall. Everyone, this church is just being totally destroyed. They love destroying a a place. They do. I love watching this church get completely brutalized. It's amazing. And then Spike is like, oh shit, we gotta go. Like Spike does know when to get out. Like that is what we've seen time and time again is when, when this, everything's fallen around him and the stakes are not good for him, he will leave. Yeah. Um, so he grabs Drusilla and is like, time to go. Like, fuck this. Um, but then, like, this huge organ just, like, falls on top of them. It's amazing. And it makes organ noises. It's like, free, poor. <laughs> and it falls on them. It's so great. Yeah. And for for a moment, you're like, oh, they've been to be, and it's like, lights on fire. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> and then from the ashes. Yes. No, but first, of course, we have to go back to school. Mm-hmm. The, the the Scoobies have to like denouement. Yes. They have to debrief before the button. Yeah. So Willow sees Oz, and he's in his little sling. He's buying animal crackers from the vending machine. Have you ever seen animal crackers in a vending machine before? Only once. Only you at have? at the Kinsman. What? Yes. Did you think of this? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. It's the Kingsman has a a very old old school. Old, old, old. I don't think that there's animal crackers in there now. But I remember I remember going there really as a young person and getting animal crackers and hickory sticks. Hickory sticks, yes. Uh Willow's like thanking him. He's just like he's like, Yeah, whatever. And just Starts chatting with her. Um, I love it. It's so cute. Like, Compliments her smile. Yeah. But then goes right back into just having a nice conversation. A little, little funny combo. Yeah, I it's know. so cute. And then the <laughs> Xander and Cordelia meet up, and he pulls her into the classroom and is like, listen, like, we're not we going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, like, sort this out. This is stupid. Yeah. We're not going to avoid each other. But it's never going to happen again. Yeah, just because a stupid kiss happened. You're so dumb. I hate you. And she's like, yeah, well, I would never kiss you again, loser. Yeah. And then they just start making out. (laughs) And the music swells. It's so good. Secret love. I can't wait until everyone else finds out. It's going to be so funny. (laughs) I know. I know. It's going to be so funny. I love it. I'm so glad. I know. It's just an amazing thing to throw in. Yeah. Uh, And then then Kendra leaves. She has her little chat with Buffy and is like, thanks for teaching me stuff. And Mm -hmm. Buffy's like, also, thank you for teaching me Mm -hmm. stuff. And thanks for coming here and saving Mm -hmm. the day. Yeah. Basically. They couldn't have done it without Kendra. Definitely not. So this is interesting. Now we know this person exists in the world. She is flying back to, like, does she live in Jamaica? Yeah. Okay. Um, I couldn't tell by her accent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know if she actually lived there or lived somewhere That's else, my guess. I guess we haven't been told that. But Maybe. Uh, kind of confusing. But, yeah. um, I mean, they try to make it obvious with her accent yeah yeah (laughs) but she's going to fly back and then be there doing vampire stuff like be with her watcher Mm -hmm. so but this is like there's a mix we know that is available uh, that she exists somewhere else so it's cool absolutely yeah uh and then we have the button (gasps) (gasps) drusilla's back baby Uh. 
Don't worry, dear heart. I'll see that you get strong again. Like me. She rises from the ashes like a phoenix with her demon face. And, very, and she lifts Spike up and is like, I will take care and of she's you. she's so strong. So strong. Scary. Scary strong. Yeah, she's freaky. And carries him in a baby carry. She looks so tall. Yeah. Yeah, otherworldly. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. So we'll see what happens to Spike, but Drusilla is going to fuck I some shit up. Wait. Yeah. So excellent episode. Um, just so many things happen, so many strings and plot points, and now there's just uh, who knows what's going to happen next, but Drusilla has sort of, like, overtaken Spike as the big bat. Totally. Uh, is what has happened. <laughs> totally. Did you see that coming? Um, no. Yeah. I kind of thought Drusilla would have to – I thought she was pow- more powerful yes. than we were seeing because she really wasn't doing anything, but I just thought she was more powerful, but I didn't know she would sort of become the – the baddie, mm-hmm. the number one baddie mm-hmm. in town. Mm-hmm. And she is scarier than Spike because, well, I don't know if this cured her mind uh, because it's cured her strength, her body, but I don't know if she's still um, mad, which would make a very scary vampire. Which is what Giles is afraid of. Yes. That's what he describes. Spike has logic. He has self-preservation. He... He kind of works. He's a chaotic yep. vampire, but he's not mad. He's and, more predictable. Yes. Yeah. And and just, like, he has his agenda. But Drusilla, like, I have no idea what she would do or, you know, yeah. what her goal is. Yeah. So, very exciting. Yes. Very her scary. imagination could mean a world of pain that they can't even yeah. understand. So... That will be scary. <laughs> okay, shall we move on to fashion? Fashion. Talk to me about the fashion. I also would love to talk more about Angel's nipples. If <laughs> if that falls into it this could category. fall into this category. Okay, great. Some I just wrote, Kendra, her outfit must be mentioned again. Yes, it must. <laughs> mentioned it last episode, but it's just so beautiful. Yeah. It's just so cool. She's got her little midriff and her little, like, burgundy, pinky pants. And her, and her jewels. Cuffs. Yeah. yeah, her silver cuffs. Uh, and her, the most beautiful lipstick. And lip liner. Lip liner. I would say this is maybe a raisin. <gasps> Wouldn't you? Yes. It's Raisin. Cordelia's going to be asking for your lip gloss. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's fucking beautiful. Her skin is amazing. She's a beautiful lady. Yeah. And Oz has big clothes on. Yeah, the biggest. Yeah. Just like Xander. Yeah. But it's because it's it was popular. But Oz just had like huge clothes on, huge pants, huge. It's like. This T-shirt that's huge, it goes down kind of almost mid-thigh, and then, like, a big collared shirt. Yeah. Like a huge collared shirt on top. Just very fashionable. I remember these days. Me too. I remember these days. It was like people were wearing, like, four or five times more fabric yes. than, than they needed to. And these jeans, like, 
You almost, but it wasn't ripped jeans for men. It was just big, um, solid color denim yeah. that was just really big, but yeah. like kind of like new looking, like very crisp. Totally. It was very in. Absolutely. It is a time of like hiding. Well, it's very gendered fashion, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't a lot of androgynous, no. ambiguous. Um, it's pretty clear uh, because the women are still wearing tight, tight clothes slash no clothes. Yeah. They look great and everything. Like, it's all hot. It's all good. It's all good. It's just very different. It's very different. You know? Which mm-hmm. is why when we see Buffy in her weird plaid shirt and her baggy pants, which she was wearing before when she was trying to lay low. She went to Angels. Mm-hmm. She left school so that she, because the Order of Taraka was after her. Like, she was hiding. I believe that's why yes. she's wearing those clothes is to hide. We've just never seen her wear yeah. something like this to school. Like, she looks great. But she, she always looks great. She always looks great. Her hair did, like... Uh, you know, she's got her beautiful makeup on and stuff and her, and her earrings, but she looks much more like she's usually accessorized, little teeny short or like short skirt, etc. But yeah, this huge flannel that she's wearing. It looks like it's supposed to be Angel's flannel, but he doesn't wear flannels yeah. that look like that. But it kind of looks like this boyfriend flannel kind of idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was at Angel's house, but I just don't believe this is his piece of clothing. I don't think so because she goes there yes. dressed that way. Okay. Because they start the episode there. She's woken yes. up by Kendra mm-hmm. um, in that space. Yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. no time for Buffy to change. For sure. Yeah. But it's very interesting. We've never seen her at school like this. Yeah. But she looks she looks great. But she, it is storytelling what you said, yeah. like a hiding, a, yeah, yeah, not feeling herself, like yeah. especially next to Kendra, who is done up like the classic Slayer. Yes, like she's like wearing Buffy. her superhero uniform. Yes, with yeah. the cuffs and the jewels and her little kind of like cornrow braids, yep. and she just looks did. Mm-hmm. And compared to Buffy, like that's also why Buffy is probably feeling inadequate because Kendra looks fucking beautiful, one hundred percent, and amazing. And Buffy kind of looks like a schlub, uh, you know, in her mind compared to Kendra. Uh, Xander has a giant tan button up. It's so huge. It's so huge. Uh, and giant jeans on as well. <laughs> so it's just that they're all just wearing these massive shirts. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then Drusilla's black outfit. Yes, it's like velvet. It's velvet. It's got cap sleeves. Yeah. Um, it almost looks like... She's dressed in a Jane Austen. Yes, but it's almost widow... Yes. Bride of the Dead, when Spike called her his black goddess, yes. like the, the queen of the night, like her skin is so, so white. Uh, Elvira, you know, just all these like kind of gothy queen of the night images. Like she looks yes. amazing. She looks like a dead Victorian lady. Yep. Uh, That's she's, her. Like, hanging from that fire or whatever they're on. Absolutely. There's something very Ophelia about her, how she speaks in this sort of riddle, yeah, poetry. She's seeing things that maybe aren't real. Yeah, it's very Ophelia. Yeah, and it all comes from, I mean, it comes from the fact that she was, had visions before, like, 
we're not sure how Drusilla gets, we're not sure, we don't know everything we will know about Drusilla yet, Mm -hmm. but her madness is going to start to become even more, well, featured even more because she's more powerful now. Like when a character ascends to new boss level, you just get more scenes with them. So we're going to learn. Yeah. And we'll see her out of her lair, I assume. Yes. Because she's just been in bed for like weeks. Yeah. So. She's been sickly. Yes. And now she's well. Daddy. Uh, Speaking of daddy, (laughs) uh, Willow is wearing a child's backpack. (laughs) When she's talking to Oz at the end. Yeah. Um, it's got rainbow straps, and in the back is a stuffed animal. Just, like, <laughs> literally a little stuffed lion at the back. God. <laughs> Willow! Uh, I'm going to slap that stuffed animal right out of her backpack. It was cute, though. Don't you remember all those stuffed animal backpacks you could buy at Claire's? Yes. It was trendy. It was. I had also these things. I had a Big Bird backpack. It's just funny now. I'm like, God, it's so embarrassing. It's so stupid. But it almost like being childlike was kind of cool in yes. when we were in for, high school. For women. Yes. Yes. You Or liking cartoons or stuffed animals. Yeah. Weird, though. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I don't know. It's fucked up. And yeah. I'm like, don't want to... <laughs> think about it too much, but, but I totally did this shit too. But ugh, Willow, no. Um, and then this last outfit I want to talk about is Buffy's last outfit. Yeah. Um, when she's saying goodbye to Kendra, she's got green velvet pants on. Me no like. Oh no, <laughs> it's they're like Kermit green. They're not good. I was like, this is your cute outfit. You turn change into after your stupid flannel no she kind of looks like she's dressing like a combination of willow and xander yeah it's so weird so like green velvety pants a big brown leather jacket which we've seen her in her leathers this is not weird but then she does have like a purple shirt underneath it's just like brown purple green no no and many many fabric textures oh yeah Velvet and leather, it's a lot. I mean, maybe it could work if they were all black or something, but ugh. No, I agree. It doesn't work. No, no. It's terrible. It's like, Buffy, this is your cute outfit. I feel like, for me, these two episodes back-to-back, I'm like, Buffy has some fashion fails for me. This is a failure in these two episodes, I think, for Buffy fashion. (laughs) I love the oversized flannel and the oversized pants because I love when she's fighting – I, I I like that this I like the storytelling that it that it does for me, and I like when she takes off the flannel and she's gonna punch Willie and Willie's and Kendra's like just punch him, yeah. And then Willie gives him the information, and you see Buffy in that little tank underneath with like joggers that have the stripe on the side. Yeah, it's sporty Buffy. Yeah. yeah. So now we're in sporty Buffy zone, and mm-hmm. that's that's a look I love. Yes. And she's she's not done up, but yes. she looks. Awesome. She looks like she she's going to kick some ass and yeah. then go to aerobics and then go get McNuggets or something. Yeah. Which is me. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about oh, sorry. me again. We just I was... did that today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, shall we move on to Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered? Absolutely. There are things... 
I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. I didn't write anything. I didn't, I don't have anything either. I, and this isn't, this isn't really, this is just something I noticed in this episode. I think the gun violence is something that's now different. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's, it was happening all over the place. Like, you know, gun violence is not new in the 90s. Of course not. Mm-hmm. But now it's at, at, to a whole different level than it was then. So that would be something that, like, I wonder what the show would do about guns now. I think I think it would not be a show with guns well, at all. Well, they would just never show this. Yeah. It was quite a casual use of gun violence totally. in a school. Totally. Yeah. And the show, and also knowing what I know about the way that the show had to, had to handle some of its episodes in the future after these massive, massive tragic, violent events in America, uh, it makes me feel like the creators, and the creators honestly stopped using guns yeah. at a certain point. And, I, and they rarely, rarely use them. And they don't need to. Yeah. I think th- I think this made sense because it was sort of this yeah. half character and it came out of nowhere. Totally. So it was kind of fun, but like they don't really need to use these things to, to tell the story. Totally. I think at the time you would have a lot of questions as to why humans wouldn't use guns on Buffy. Mm. I think the brain of us in the 90s would say in in the mid 90s where we are would say, "Yeah, we need we need them to involve this weapon so that we can understand why it doesn't work, mm-hmm. so that we stop expecting it, so that we make the show more believable." Mm-hmm. But now with brains that are filled with gun violence, it's we are just like, oh, this show isn't going to use them. And that's enough. Like, we don't need the show to tell us we don't want them. We actually just don't want them. Yeah. And the other thing, too, that I love about this episode, which is, I think, was quite controversial at the time, was the fact that they burned down a church. Oh, interesting. Because they do. And Buffy uses that incense as, like, a it was like a mace. Yeah. So good. Um, we're, we are essentially practicing blaspheme in this church it's black magic like it's dark um it's using the cross for satanic it's sacrilege yeah Yeah. and we're doing we're doing a, a ritual that is basically the inversion of christianity Mm -hmm. as you talked about with like a stigmata vibe mm-hmm. um a knife coming out of a cross yeah like we're flipping we're taking church church time and making it strange well and we don't really go to church like the show doesn't really pretty secular show yeah it's not heavy on the religion even though it's all they use holy water like all these things are all wrapped up in vampirism but they don't necessarily lean into it that much so it's always interesting when they go to the religious places and go to the churches yeah like all these characters are not religious they don't like like willow was like oh i didn't know we had 43 church you know they don't know they're not like oh the local church like they don't go to church on sunday so totally it's interesting well and crosses are something like Spike is holding a cross and mm-hmm. he's not being burned. Yeah. So that's a particular cross oh, that's okay for him to hold because it's a magical, demonic vampire tool. Yeah, that's a relic, right? Yeah. That's the relic they stole from the tomb. Yes. From that sort of famous character. Guys. Yeah. And and who created this codex, who created this discovered this spell Mm -hmm. and 
so all the religious stuff in this episode I really like as a as a vampire nerd I go I go okay so we're taking over this church yes it's abandoned so it's not like this active church necessarily but they burned down a church yeah and I know I know that when this show came out that that was difficult for a lot of people to it's watch difficult now in our country where churches are being burned down all over Canada right now. Yes, it's Catholic actually, churches. Yes. Yeah. So it's actually really, I mean, this show was years, like 25 years ago or whatever, but this is still quite a controversial idea. Absolutely. To show. Yeah. Um, so very, very interesting. Yeah. People, even secular folks who don't go to church, see these buildings as somehow being more worthy of preserving than others Mm -hmm. or acts of violence against these buildings being worse than others. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, that's the question. Deep-seated. Yes, exactly, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, G, what's your favorite line from (gasps) the episode? Okay, I'll go first and then you should go. Okay. So, um, I like... I love when Xander says, so you're a slayer, huh? I like that in a woman. I love that so much. Ken- Kendra's being so awkward yeah, around Xander. Yeah, so weird. She's like, I don't talk to boys. Yeah, and she's like, I love, obviously she's attracted to Xander. Yes. Every girl is. Yeah, I know. Except for Buffy. I know. Um, I just love, and Angel's our friend. I just don't like him. <laughs> That's what I and then, And then when Drusilla is talking to Angel... In her riddles, mm-hmm. one of her riddles is, say, uncle. Oh, that's right. You killed my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I also had angels are friend, except I don't like, like him. him. <laughs> so good. Xander had some great zingers oh, yeah. in this episode. Yeah. And you've been a very bad daddy. I know. <laughs> I also love when um, I don't remember what, what exactly Kendra is responding to. But it's something about Buffy doing something, and then Kendra says, "No wonder you died." <laughs> yeah, it's so good. No wonder good. you died. <laughs> so good. You you verbally scoffed out loud into the world at that line. <laughs> yeah, so good. Touche. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. We'll My have best some. She's Buffy. Yes, we'll have the, uh, the outfits yeah. of the week and everything. Uh, and if you want to email us at my best friend, she's Buffy at gmail.com. We happy. love a long conversation. Bye. Bye. Hope you have a bad daddy in your life. Arg. Grr. Grr. Arg.